Born to be kings, princes of the universe. Here we belong. Ugh. What the fuck was that? Oh. Hey, Spandrew. What the hell are you doing? Making history. Dude, it is too early for this level of enthusiasm. No, this isn't mere enthusiasm. This is the future. Can you see it? See what? That. Out there. That's the backyard. Or I guess since we live in a treehouse, that's the front yard, but it's our backyard? I, you know, I never actually stopped to think about this before. Which way is a yard oriented if you're living in a treehouse that has an omnidirectional view? The only direction I'm looking in is the future. Born to be kings, princes of the universe. One, why are you singing this song at eight in the morning? And two, why are you using the blender? Well, one, it's a fucking timeless bop that spans generations. And two, I'm working on my new project, Tiny Ice. Tiny Ice? What does that even mean? Listen, Dave, have you ever struggled with having too much ice? No, I can't say I have. Well, you also didn't know what a Chiquina banana was, so no surprises there. Let me assure you that this is a problem that legions of people do battle with every day. I find this very hard to believe. So, I went to the store, and I got a big bag of ice. Reasonable. It has been unconscionably hot lately. Only problem is, it was too much. Okay. Look at these things. Look at this. Huge cubes in one massive bag. Who am I? The jolly green giant? I really see no problem with any of this. Then, I got this idea. What if I made smaller ice cubes in a single serving bag? Tiny ice! Princes of the universe! Ah. What is the difference between this and, like, the function on most refrigerators? Where, you know, you, like, put your little cup thing in there and then it, like, grinds the ice chunks no. into, like, smaller no. chunks. Dave, and Dave, it, like, Dave, shoots Dave. Shoots out into That's your cup. That's crushed ice. See, you're not getting it. Hey, guys, come in here. I need, I need a second opinion. Where, uh, wait, where's Freddy? She is still on her spiritual retreat. Fuck. Really could have used a female perspective on this bad boy. And maybe someone water-themed as well. Anyway, do you think people would buy ice that was just, like, kind of smaller than normal? Like in a single-serving baggie? Only if you put Hillsmer's ice on the package. Ha 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 ha, hell yeah. Branding, baby! No, it has to be called Tiny Ice. That's crucial. That need already would appear to be filled, thanks to the somewhat standard integrated functionality on higher-end refrigerators, friend unit, Dave. See? So, you think my idea is bad? Well, not so much bad as just, like, idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking fool. Alright, well, let's go catch this new Planet of the Apes marathon on Nostalgia Bait Central. Channel 69, baby. Thanks for being our alarm clock, bitch. Or <laughs> <laughs> after. Might as well be a, a, just a fucking dumb little baby. These guys don't believe in me. They don't believe in my vision for a future filled with tiny ice. We can hear you and tiny ice is dumb. I'll show them. Still hearing you. It's pathetic. I'll show you. Today, the case of Spandrew's existential quest for freedom. 
Hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen you in here before. Yeah, I came in here a few weeks ago looking for a friend. Right. Well, welcome to Extreme Unknown Regions, a collector's only destination for collectible collectibles. Damn, that's good branding. Way better than Tiny Ice. What? Oh, uh, nothing. Nothing. Tiny Ice, huh? You know, I've always felt the ice was just too damn big, man. Can't we just get it, like, tinier? That's what I said! I'm Clark, by the way, man. Spandrew. Spandrew Spice. Wow, that's a unique name. Really? You don't think it's weirdly derivative of another name in an almost comically absurd way? Why would I think that? I, I guess you wouldn't. Anyway, I'm looking for a job and some friends. I'm on a real eat, pray, love type finding myself right now thing. Oh shit, man. Doing that work, emotionally growing, expanding your horizons, finding out who you really are. Yeah. Well, frankly, collectible stores don't make that much money. I don't really have any need for any more employees unless, you know, something happens to one of them, man. Are you saying... Do you want me to hurt one of them? What? No, man, no. Come on, jeez. I'm saying that if you really want to hang out, I'm happy to help you learn and show you the ropes and be like your mentor, you know? (laughs) Be like your... Sean Connery and Highlander, you know. As much as that's appealing to me, I I don't know if I'm really in the market for a mentor right now. More like friends and money. What about a friend tour? Huh? I'm willing to meet you in the middle here, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, that settles it then, man. <laughs> Sig. But money... In comics and collectibles, I think you're in the wrong line of work, man. Well, can we just pretend like you're paying me? Hell yes. Absolutely, my friend. You start Monday. All right, see you then. One week later. Hey, Clark, I'm really excited to dive in and get my hands dirty. No problem, man. <laughs> Oh, here, come on in. Meet the team. This is uh, this is Veronica. Hello. <laughs> and I'm Clark. <laughs> yeah. And you're Spandrew. And that's uh, that's everyone. Okay, we did it. Oh, wow. Just two people run this entire store. Well, there's technically three of us, including you, you silly goose. <laughs> Let's get to work. Yeah, you guys start. You know, like pulling the sub boxes. I'll be right back. I gotta go stop this guy from jerking off in the Pokemon card section. <laughs> hey. Hey. So, how does this work exactly? Oh, you don't, you don't know? Have you, uh, have you ever worked in a comic shop before? I don't think I've ever read a comic. Wow. Dudes can just really exist and just be given everything. Huh. I'm not getting paid if that makes you feel any better. Oh. Weird. Um, so basically, every week we pull these giant lists of customers who reserve books ahead of time, and we just, like, get the books out of these boxes that the distributor sends us, and then put the books in these boxes that our customers will pull them out of. So basically, it's just kind of moving things from one box to another. Hmm. Seems easy enough. Yeah. In theory, we just have to make sure that we get it right when someone says something like, all Legion, or all Punisher, or all Conan, or whatever. People do that? 
Oh, yeah. The Punisher dudes? They're the only ones you really need to watch out for. Duly noted. So, here we go. One team-building exercise briefly interrupted by Clark wrestling a pantsless dude out of the store. Later! Butterfree makes us all feel a little funny, buddy, but, like, most of us just keep it at home, dude. Every fucking day with this, man. That's so funny. I'm from the East Coast, too, but I don't remember this whole everyone wears eye patches thing. That must be something that started since I moved. No, it's pretty much always been a thing. Pretty much, I think. So you've written this play, huh? When's it going up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called A Life Unseen. And it's a play where there's nothing on stage the whole time. And the audience just sits in their seats and small talks to each other for about two hours or so. Interesting. Uh, it's about really drilling into the minutia of quotidian life. You know, really seeing, you know? Oh, so it's like 433 by John Cage. Huh? Yeah, it's a composition he wrote in the 1950s where multiple performers sit on stage in silence while sounds from the street outside are piped into the theater. It's meant to make the audience hyper-aware of the rhythmic beauty of the modernity of silence. Fuck. No, no, I didn't I didn't mean it like that. It, I think it's a great idea. I just meant like, you know, you're, you're in good company. Really? Because I've had a hard time convincing friends to come see it. Yeah, I, uh, I know what it's like for people not to believe in your idea. Do you, uh, I don't know, do you want to come to a performance? There's one happening tomorrow. Hmm, yeah, yeah, it's a date. I mean... I didn't say that. But. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, just just a turn of phrase. Well, we, we could theoretically go on a date after. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, hello, Veronica. Uh, hey, Tad. I see it didn't take you long to move on. Don't be weird, Tad. What are you doing here? I am here to collect my final paycheck and to also pull my box of Punisher books. Ah. <sighs> Right. Well, I'll grab them for you. You'll just have to talk to Clark about the check. <clears throat> oh, uh, hey, Tad, was it? And who are you? Spandrew. Spandrew Spice. Hmm. So you're the new Tad? Oh, leave him alone, Tad. Here are your books. What do you mean by that? Well, you're clearly just a lackluster replacement for me here in the group dynamic of the Extreme Unknown Region staff. You even kind of look like me. If I got slapped across the face with ugly... Tad, don't be a dick. Hey, while I admit it is pretty weird that you're also wearing an eye patch, we don't look anything alike. Trust me, I know a thing or two about having identical doppelgangers. Well, I'll be going. Just remember who the original was in your life, Veronica. I'm so sorry about that. Who the hell was that guy? He used to work here. <sighs> he ended up getting fired for being really creepy to me and a couple of the other regular girls who shop here. He, like, thought we were dating. Real stalkery shit. Odd. Well, he seemed like a lot of fun. I can't believe nobody mentioned that the guy I replaced also had an eye patch. It felt weird to bring up, honestly. Uh, come to think of it, he's also from the East Coast. Huh. Strange indeed. Well... I'm still excited to go to your show tomorrow. Yeah, me too. In the meantime, have you ever thought that ice isn't tiny enough? No, uh, never once. <laughs> me either. What a foolish thing for some people, a growing number some would say to care about. Back at the Mystery Treehouse. <laughs> well, 
Hey there, good looking. Where the fuck are you going? God damn, Spandrew Spice, more like Spandrew cleans up. Nice. According to my sensors, you are exactly 7.0000000049% more attractive than you typically are. Roommate unit Spandrew Spice. Yeah, have a good night, guys. What was that? He sure seemed pissed. Is this because we didn't like the whole tiny ice thing? Oh man, I forgot about that. What a terrible idea. <laughs> I know, right? What a fucking shitty idea. I will get it. May I help you, stranger unit? Well, well, well. You must be Spandrew's friends. Uh, yeah? Who the fuck are you? I am the author of Spandrew Spice's Undoing. Oh, God, you're some kind of villain. I thought we were done with the villain thing. Hey, asshole, why don't you get out of here before I pluck out your other eye? Hey, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you lifting up your eye patch? Oh, God. Oh, no. It's that endless, empty void. It is infinite nothingness. So desolate, yet so inviting. I cannot look away. Yeah, I can't either, guys. Oh, God, what's happening? at a theater on the west side of town. So we just small talk now? Yeah, I think so. Unless you don't want to perform. It's a strange way of saying that, but also kind of hits home in a weird way. You know, ever since I moved here to this town and moved in with my roommates, who are great people most of the time, I just, I feel like I'm constantly performing for them. Like I'm not able to be myself. Like I'm kind of living in the shadow of someone else, you know? And everything I do, good, bad, or indifferent, is measured. So because of that, I'm never really being honest with them. Spandrew, I hate to say this, but it sounds like you're not being honest with yourself. If you're constantly performing for these people, you might want to look inside and see why you're doing this on a deeper level. But also, you mind if we talk about this lighter? Yeah, sure. Why? Well... This is kind of too deep of a conversation to have here. We're supposed to be, you know, we small talk. You're kind of fucking up my show. Oh, shit. Sorry. It's okay. So, um, do you have any siblings? No. Only child. Just me. That's actually kind of why I wrote this show. The house was really quiet growing up, but now I just spend a few nights a week in a room with a lot of people, and more importantly, people who don't want anything from me. That seems like a really deep thing to say in small talk. I've always sucked at small talk. Yeah, me too. One delightful meal and requisite amount of small talk later! So, what is it about your roommates that makes you feel like you have to perform? You know, they're all people with very defined perspectives. They have unique voices. And I'm just someone who's here in the world, struggling to get by. I just... I want to be there for them and help them and nurture them, but I also don't always have the capacity to look after myself. If I'm being honest, they're kind of an island of lost toys. They're constantly getting into scrapes and falling down, and that's what I like about them. But also, I'm always the one that needs to pick them up. It can get hard. And that saviordom? You really think that's healthy? You know, it it can feel like the space-time continuum and the fate of our whole dimension rests on it, so sometimes healthy boundaries just go out the window. Well, having a job probably helps to set some boundaries. Yeah, it does. But I I still have to perform there as well. Yeah, capitalism demands we all tap dance. 
How do you deal with it? I mean, you're an artist. You have these goals of doing bigger and better things. Veronica, how do you... I honestly don't want to do anything bigger than a life unseen. In fact, I kind of just want to do this forever. I don't think every artist is that way, but I am. I find my role and I'm happy and secure in it, and I just want to keep pushing things forward. But I don't have a desire for more. Does that make sense? Who are you? I'm just here. And you? Honestly, I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out. I can see that. I think that's why I like you. You're honest about what you're doing. You're going through a whole kind of self-discovery journey thing. My eat, pray, love period. Maybe. Or maybe that's just what life is. Who knows? Maybe we're all just eat, praying, and loving ourselves forever. Yeah, just infinite Julia Robertson through the universe. Hello, Veronica. <gasps> Hello, Spandrew. What the hell? I see you're both having a wonderful evening. This is seriously crossing the line, Tad. Yeah, like, we've met once. We are definitely not on a first-name basis, let alone a restraining order basis. Now, can you just get the fuck out of our way now? We haven't even done anything to you. Oh, but you have. And for that, you will be judged. Oh, shit. I'm getting some real Mark David Chapman vibes right now. Get behind me, Veronica. He's reaching for his... his... eye patch? Wait a minute. What the... Hey, that's exactly like... One confusing voyage into the infinite void of an eye patch hole later. Who the hell are we? It's just endless black. And also, Dave? Hillsmer? Zero? Spandrew! Oh, thank God! You've come to save us! Us, 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 us. Not on purpose. Really? 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 Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not that I not that I wouldn't, but, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of, this is news to me. Why doesn't your voice have an echo, 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 echo? I don't know, I guess it's just deeper or something? Wait, am I just doing the echo, 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 echo? Yeah, I, I, I think you're, I think you're just doing the echo, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, I am. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. I mean, shit, fuck, I mean, so, sorry. Sorry, sorry. How long has he been doing this? The entire fucking time. I have aged 6,000 years in the past 47 minutes due to the annoying echo, echo, echo. Oh shit, I am doing it too now, now, now. I wish there was a gun in this endless void so I could blow my fucking brains out. You're really not here to get us out, 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 out? It's nothing personal. So, these are your, uh... Is he your roommates? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Veronica, this is Dave, Hillsmer, and Zero. Guys, this is Veronica. Oh. Hey. 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 I mean, hey. Bro, we're inside of some dude's eye. Some weird Cronenbergian shit down here. More precisely, some sort of pocket dimension in the eye hole of a black hole hidden beneath this enemy unit's eye patch. You're in my mind palace. An infinite world of possibilities. What? Where the fuck is that voice coming from? It is sewn into the very seams of this dimension's fabric of reality. It is composed of the same atoms that make up the air. All that we can touch. All that we can see. So the son of a bitch is too scared to show his face? He's gotta hide behind atoms or whatever the fuck you just said? Oh, I can be right here if it makes you more comfortable. Where did you come from? I came from everywhere here. I control this dimension. Bend it to my will. 
the fuck is this, Tad? Spandrew's judgment. The crime? Stealing my job and my girlfriend. And just generally being a lamer version of me. I was never your girlfriend. And we aren't officially dating, although I'm open to that possibility, but not in like a creepy way where I'm just waiting for things to get more serious or even thinking about this at all. I'm just not not interested in it, but not in like an apathetic way, but also not like, you know. I get it. I get it, Spandrew. I get it. Right. Okay. Uh, also, I'm not actually getting paid to work at Extreme Unknown Regions if that makes you feel any better. Why would that make me feel better? On top of being betrayed by my place of employment and girlfriend? I never once was your girlfriend. They've also farmed out my job to an unpaid indentured servant? I mean, all of my revenge plot aside, that's just fucked up. Late stage capitalism is a bitch. Hey, you fuck. Why don't you shut the hell up and untie us from these chairs so I can come over there and punch you into slime? I would also disintegrate every molecule in your body with my flame laser. And I would just like slap the fuck out of you. It might not hurt as bad as the other stuff, but it wouldn't be fun. It'd ruin your day just remembering some dude slapping you a bunch of times. Nobody wants that. Lucky for me, none of that is possible. As only what I deem to be possible can be possible in my mind palace, such as this. What the hell? We're, we're back in the theater where I do a life on sea? Yes, a fitting arena for the judgment of Spandrew Spice. <laughs> Yo, Spandrew, this dude is like obsessed with you. He has it bad. He does not know what it is, but he has it, and he has it for roommate units, Andrew Spice. Hey, get those guys off the stage. The stage is supposed to be completely empty. That's the whole point of a life unseen. You're ruining my show, even in this fictional version of it in a mind palace. Ah, but you see, I'm not. Because in celebration of the mundane and unimportant, what better thing to take center stage than the life of Spandrew Spice? But I'm not on stage. I'm, I'm in the audience. Yes, because the mundanity we'll be celebrating tonight is through your friends. Or more specifically, the fact that you don't have any. Huh? Spandrew friend number one, Hillsmer. Apparently a real-life demon, I guess. Space demon, you shitbag. The first question goes to you. When is Spandrew Spice's birthday? I don't fucking know. The 23rd to go fuck yourself? Oh no, I'm so sorry, that's incorrect. The correct answer is, who gives a shit because nobody actually cares about him because he's not important enough to form lasting bonds with anybody in his life? <laughs> Dad, stop this. This isn't what a life unseen is supposed to be. Friend number two, Zero the Robot. Is it true that the other day, when Spandrew was trying to install the new refrigerator in the Mystery Treehouse while you recharged in the kitchen, when the fridge fell over on him and he laid there for an hour calling for help, you finished charging, but you pretended to keep being deactivated so you didn't have to help him? What the fuck? You did that? Affirmative, but only because I did not feel like lifting the fridge and calculating a 93.4% probability of roommate unit Spandrew Spice's survival without my intervention. The hell, man? I had to pee in my pants. I know. I thought that would be the low point until you started crying. And friend number three, Dave Baker, Spandrew's co-host of the Deep Cuts podcast. Ugh. You do a podcast? It's not like that. They're like documentaries for your ears. Is it true that every time you see Spandrew, no matter what the scenario is, the first thing you do is imagine what Andrew would do if he was there instead? How the, how the hell do you know that? What are you, like, in our heads? No, 
You're in mine. And while you're here, I have complete control over what you say and do. And I just kind of had you write out a list of your darkest secrets earlier. You don't remember that? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Don't tell anybody about the Butterfree from Pokemon. That's true, Dave? It's the eyes. There's something about her eyes. No, no, not that. The thing about always imagining if I was Andrew instead. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I like you a lot, and I consider you a buddy, but you look exactly like my childhood best friend who died. It's kind of hard not to. Wow. I really don't have a place in the world. Even in my own house, amongst my own friends. I'm just a shadow. And just like that, my masterstroke. You're seriously doing all this just because you couldn't get this girl to date you? This is some low-effort incel shit, man. I actually admire it. Well, mission accomplished. Congratulations, Tad. You won, I guess? Of course I won! I'm fucking Tad! I'm the shit! I'm the best goddamn employee that Extreme Unknown Regions has ever seen! And the hottest catch you ever passed up, Veronica! Ugh, you're the worst. Let's just rush this guy. He's got, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! player levels of strength. A 12-year-old could take his ass. Uh-uh-uh. Remember, this is my mind palace. Nothing happens here that I don't want. Hey! Ah! Untie me! And now that I've officially broken you, I will trap you and your friends here in my mind void for all of eternity! Forced to shoulder the weight of your own insignificance again, and again, and again, forever! No! I don't want to be stuck here in someone's butthole castle forever with you idiots! That's an even worse idea than Spandrew's idiotic Tiny Ice bullshit! Hey, you asshole! Tiny Ice is the best idea I've ever had! Maybe this dude is right about you, then. Tiny Ice, you say? So you're saying that it would be like regular ice, but tinier? Yeah, and in its own little individual bag. So you're saying, hypothetically, if I was at a D&D sesh at my friend's house, and he had three cases of Mr. Pib extra, but he forgot to put it in the fridge prior to the sesh, I could just whip out a bag of this tiny ice and get balls deep in a glass of Pib like it was nobody's business? Yeah, e exactly. So you like this idea? Begrudgingly, considering the source, I absolutely love it. So you think it's something that should exist? Of course I do! It's the single most revolutionary idea to come to beverage consumption since the glass stopper mechanism in Japanese Ramune soda. God, you fucking weeb. Well, in that case... Ha! Oh my god! He just whipped out a bag of tiny ice from his front pocket. Ow! He just beat him in the forehead with it! What? No! You've disrupted the sanctity of my mind palace! I felt pain in the endless void where only my pleasure can exist! The fabric of this reality is beginning to come undone. The black hole has become unstable, and it will soon collapse upon itself. No! One journey through the slipstream of reality back into the real world as Tad's inner mind literally rips apart later! We're... we're back? Ha! Huh, I did it! I knocked that guy out with my tiny ice! What the fuck? Where did you get that idea? Honestly, I just asked myself what would Andrew do, and he never in a million years would have done this. Therefore, that's what needed to be done. You're amazing! <laughs> Wait, what? Well, that was unexpected. Oh, uh, um, unexpectedly good, or like minor levels of assault unexpected? Definitely good. Yowza! Spandrew got game! Based on their chemical compositions, likelihood of their reproductive process creating a viable offspring is calculated at 73.069112222222. Zero! Shut up! Three weeks later! 
Well, where the fuck have you been? Working. Working on yourself? Like the whole eat, pray, love thing? Have you ever actually read that book or seen that movie? No. Have you? No. But I kind of feel like I should after referencing it this much. So you're just uh, hanging out with Veronica and stuff? Yeah. We're official now or whatever you'd call it. Nice. Congrats, man. Thanks. So that was uh, weird though, right? The dude with the eye patch and the black void under it. You know, just like you. Uh, yeah. So... Can you do that? What, the the Mind Palace thing? No, I don't think so. Honestly, I don't even know what to think. Well, listen, all that stuff that he was putting in your head, Hillsmer doesn't know anybody's birthday. He's an asshole. And Zero is, like, incapable of seeing human life as beyond a series of probabilities and statistics. They don't mean anything personal by it. And I, you know, don't just... It's, it's fine, Dave. I get it. Right, yeah, cool. Good night, Dave. Good night, Andrew. What? I mean, fuck, sorry, shit. Um, Spandrew. Good night, Spandrew. Right, yeah.